1: Welcome back to Not Another Mummy podcast. I'm Alison Perry and you're listening to episode 25 which has been brought to you in association with Take 5, the campaign to tackle financial fraud and scams. If you're anything like me, you will feel like everyone else seems to have nailed life, but that you're constantly dropping balls and feeling like you're not quite managing to do anything that well. My guest today, Mary Badass Meadows, is a life coach who specialises in helping mums and some dads get some control over their life when it's travelling at 100 miles per hour. As a mum of a six-year-old herself, Mary knows exactly what it's like to be balancing parenting duties with work, keeping on top of WhatsApp messages, seeing friends and actually looking after your own well-being. So we chatted a bit about why it can feel like such a struggle and what we can do to all slow down and set boundaries that will help us. Mary welcome to the podcast. Thank you. Um, So you're a mum to a six-year-old. I am. And you are a life coach. Tell me a little bit about what being a life coach involves.
2: Okay so life coaching is the idea that um, we all need a cheerleader um and we don't always um believe that cheerleader actually exists inside of us and that's what I help people do so I help people uncover the behaviors the habits the uh belief systems that we have and we kind of just just uncover it all uh usually people come to me when there's a change so that's why I coach a lot of mums because you know that's kind of the biggest life-changing thing that happens to most of us isn't it that we have children Um, and, um and we lose our identity, we lose our um you know our environment changes there's so much change that happens around that and we don't always see it coming you know we're so excited about the baby mm. um we don't always see that coming but it has that ripple effect across our lives to our different relationships and things like that so a life coach is a support system really um and uh, everybody that i see can't believe that they haven't ever thought of it before really <laughs> so yes yes so it's a very common uh thing for people to say to me is like oh my goodness i finally I, you know, feel listened to wow. i feel heard um which i think is a really
1: important part of what i do i heard you i was watching a video that you um, had done a couple of years ago and you were talking about how most people don't listen properly mm. um and how they listen with a view to saying something themselves they're always thinking about the next thing that they're going to say which Kind of shocked me, but made me think. Oh my goodness! Yeah, totally. I do that all the time. <laughs>
2: Most people do. Most people do. You know, we're, we're in a situation now. We are definitely doing it here <laughs> and now. We <laughs> we've got to be, be doing it now. We've got to be doing it now. Otherwise, this <laughs> podcast is <laughs> going to be rubbish. But yeah, so uh, so we're doing it now. But actually, in our day to day life, we're always thinking about what we're going to say next, or what, what's going to sound really good if I say that, and, mm. and things like that. And actually, taking a step back and actually listening mm-hmm. and listening. Um well I mean it's it's the same, I'm just thinking about the stuff that I'm teaching my six year old at the moment. You know, listening obviously is a bit of a challenge yes. for a six year old. They're not so good at listening. They're not <laughs> so good at listening. Um but actually as adults as well, I don't think half of us are very good at listening. Mm. And you know, so how do we show somebody that we're listening? What do we do?
1: We make eye contact. Make eye
2: contact. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. That's the key thing. So, actually, looking at someone. Yeah. So, how many conversations do we have when we've got our heads in our phone, on the computer, head in what we're cooking for dinner, you know, whatever we're doing? We're not actually looking at that person. And that is one of the key things. Actually, look at the person. Yeah. And you'd be surprised. You'll notice, I imagine, after listening to this, how many times you're having a conversation with somebody and they're
1: not looking at you. And we're still aware of it clearly i'm going to be (laughs) obsessed with it from now on also i think that's something that i i think um people who perhaps sometimes struggle in social situations Mm. i think that thinking about the next thing to say is almost like a coping mechanism because you're so worried that conversation i mean i i, I do this all the time I, I i worry that the conversation will dry up and that there'll be an awkward silence mm-hmm. so i'm constantly thinking of something to say to fill that silent silence mm-hmm.
2: a lot of the time i think we have to learn to be okay with silence we have mm-hmm. to learn to be okay you think about all of the wonderful relationships that you have in your life um and they'll all be relationships where you can be quiet with somebody yeah it's totally okay yeah. and I think we're you know uh, and again it's a from a point of fear as well isn't it and whenever we're doing something from a point of when we're scared when we're we're fearful you know it, it it's it's a it's a learning it's it's like um it's like a signal going off in our heads okay this is something i'm scared about okay let's work on this let's yeah. okay what what's happening here um you know and why am i scared about it and just asking yourself because that's the other thing with listening as well you know asking each other intelligent questions you know just having a couple of questions that you know that you're your go-to thing if you're in a social situation yeah. and then just to see where the conversation goes and it doesn't matter if you're talking about your socks or you know <laughs> it, it, you know it, it people Uh, want to know about people that that, that, they they want you to tell them your story
1: but also people like talking about themselves and so I that's definitely one of my go-to tricks if I'm in a social situation is to ask questions Mm. because it's far easier to get somebody talking about themselves in a really comfortable way than to be forcing them to listen to you talk about (laughs) something boring (laughs) or (laughs) but I think I think the more that we're okay with
2: ourselves and okay with the conversation um there being gaps and there being quiet quiet times mm. it's it's the, the more we're okay with it the, the better it will become
1: yeah that's really interesting so you, and you describe yourself as being a life coach for mums and mm. you, you very specifically I guess target not target that sounds like it would be a negative <laughs> thing you target mums <laughs> um you aim your your services at yeah. mums um was that, was that because you had become a mum yourself and that you could see you know, the, the, the opportunity there and the fact that there were all these mums who could benefit from your mm. your services? It,
2: it was actually as simple as, who do I spend my most time with? And it was mums. And um, yeah, so uh, I'm a single mum and I spend my time with mums. So I need a business that, you know, can sell services to other mums. I do coach the odd man here and there. Um, but yes, it is mostly mums. So I Thought, why not? You know, call, do it. What it says on the tin. Yeah, yeah.
1: it's amazing because you you mentioned earlier on that you know becoming a mum is this huge life changing thing, and it is kind of crazy that there aren't that many things that you go through in your life that are so sudden Mm. and you know such a, a huge. Shift, yeah,
2: well, we don't focus our and, and also we don't focus our attention on ourselves at that mm. time, it's very much about the baby. Um, you know, think about your pregnancy, everything you do in your pregnancy is for that child. Yes, we go and have the odd massage or facial or put our feet up for a couple of hours, but the majority of their time and efforts are spent, you know, directed at the baby. And you know, once you have the baby, that all your energies is, is that way, yeah. Um, so it's not directed inwards and saying, okay, this is going to dramatically changing my life Mm. and and the things that I do um you know you think about the fun stuff I can remember thinking when I wanted to get pregnant I remember thinking, oh my god how amazing is like Mother's Day going to be how amazing is baking going to be I got really excited about baking I have this image of like these kids running around my legs (laughs) and me with a pity on and
1: stuff like that that's a total (laughs) dream isn't it exactly and I can
2: remember being really kind of excited about stuff like that I had no idea that the the idea of baking cake and I mean, well, you should have seen my... Um, I don't know if you saw my efforts pancake day. No, I didn't, know. I was, like, I was in charge of three children. I had Albie's cousin and my brother's boys as well. And, the, you know, the, the idea that you can actually do anything like that with yeah. kids around is, is is quite a challenge, isn't it? Definitely. But again, but you're thinking about the kids. You're thinking about the stuff that they need. You're not thinking about yourself. Yeah. And I think that's where... the the dramatic change happens and we don't pay enough attention on on paying attention to the change that we experience as our own self
1: yeah yeah and the the whole identity shift that you go through Mm, suddenly you're someone's mum and some quite often people find themselves in a situation where their jobs and their careers suddenly don't really fit with, no, with their new life and their yeah. new routine.
2: I would have had to go up to London if I wanted to continue my career. I would have to go up to London uh, to leave my 18-month-old in, uh, you know, in, in, in childcare. Um, and I just couldn't physically be in two places at once. You mm. know, it just wasn't an option. Um, and, uh, and I think so... majority of women that I know that have become mothers don't do haven't gone back to what they previously did so it's forging a new path isn't it it's kind of
1: amazing though like how we're in a situation now where we feel we can so Mm. there are so many options open to us and I guess Mm. it's partly technology and partly you know just you know society moving on mm-hmm. but we do think right well if we've got a laptop and you've got a wi-fi connection there are so many things that you can do mm. and if you've got a bit of a business idea you know the, the amount of mums who start new businesses when they're on maternity leave or massive yeah you it's, know it's just it's it's, it's kind of exciting it's, but also a little bit a little bit depressing that so many of them have to
2: I, I, well exactly and I think that's where um, things like the flexible working campaign that Anna Whitehouse is doing and, and uh, it's so valuable and mm. so important because it's 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 saying that stuff has to change
1: yeah.
2: if you look at my purely my Luck NCT group of, of, of mums that I'm still in contact with now you know there is so much knowledge so many skills so much strength there and it's just been lost from all these industries that just couldn't deal with somebody saying do you know what I'm gonna I I really want to pick my kid up from school um so I think
1: something has to change I think
2: that's a really exciting opportunity yeah it
1: really is it really is it's also kind of like weird when you look back when you think about The, the roles that are shifting and how there's this expectation that we put on ourselves as well as being put onto us where compared to you know 30 40 years ago where there very defined roles you know you're a mum you stay at home you you raise the family mm-hmm. dad goes out to work yeah. whereas now as women naturally we want to, we want it all we want to be able to raise the family we want to be able to go out to work have a social life yeah. have friends you know and you know the world is telling us that we can have it all yeah. but the pressure of doing that and, is kind of crazy yeah and this is the problem that I solve <laughs> so as a life coach
2: because I see it all too often and uh and I can see it so clearly now having a bit of perspective and knowing what I know about it is that we live in a in a incredibly fast-paced and we are 24 hours online aren't we if you want to have a conversation with somebody you can pop on instagram at two o'clock in the morning and guarantee that someone will be up um and uh you know a a lot of our um sociable aspects are on social media you know we are we are sociable with People on social media, not necessarily in real life. Mm. Um, we've got pressures from relationships, we've got pressures from work, we've got pressures in the family. We've got this ideal, this this glorification of perfect and glorification of busy as well. Yes, you know, busy is not a good thing. No, it really <laughs> is not a good thing. You know, we're living in a world where anxiety and depression is is rife. It's an epidemic. Mm. Um, you know, one in four uh, people in the UK are going to suffer with some kind of mental health problem this year. Wow. Which is an amazing statistic and it's no wonder what we've just talked about yeah you know it's absolutely no wonder when we've got those pressures um you know from so many different places uh you know that that uh you know that comparison sets in and um you know that that's that feeling of lack um <clears throat> which we can almost encourage is it's quite a kind of comfortable place to be actually
1: that that place where everyone else has got their shit together oh can I swear yeah you can <laughs> everyone everyone always swears and when, then says oh can I swear, oh, I swear. <laughs> <laughs> that's not
2: a, really a swear word <laughs> I, could, I could say worse anyway um yeah so it's it's kind of a comfortable place that thing everyone else has got their shit together um everyone else's life is perfect mine is is this mm. and I hate it mm. and something has to change but i don't know where to start
1: and do you think that's got worse with social media or do you think has, has it always been there has there always been comparison and... there has always been you've always, you've you've heard of keeping up with the joneses mm. you know that's
2: it's something you know Age old. This is what we do as human beings. We want to, um, you know, we move towards pleasure and away from pain. So if we can look at someone else's front garden and think, "Oh, that's so lovely," without having to look at ours and actually do the hard work yeah. that's going to need to get it like theirs, yeah. uh, you know, that that's far more comfortable place to be, isn't it? Yeah. And just looking at all of this lovely stuff that's outside of us. Um, and i and i don't think it's a new thing i think it's something that we talk about more now mm. and i think it's become something that we we're okay with talking about um but i think we don't help ourselves with this this this
1: this situation so do you think do you think um scrolling through instagram looking at everyone's amazing perfect lives mm. is the modern day equivalent of Looking at the looking Joneses' front, of, front front, front garden and thinking to yeah. the white picket fence and thinking, yeah. oh, it's so tidy and neat yeah. and lovely. <laughs> absolutely, I do think it's a re- it's a really good a
2: comparison. But I think we forget that we uh, we curate what we look at, whether that's um, what's in our back gardens or what's on our Instagram feed. We make that happen. We mm. choose that. Mm. And I think this comes back to we always have a choice we always have a choice even when we think we don't we have a choice and we can choose to stop looking at it we can choose to do something about it um but so rarely we we might take a little bit of action it might be uncomfortable so we move back into that comfortable space again but the more the more times that we take action the more uh the more that we say okay that you know gives me that feeling of lack I'm not going to look at it anymore I'm going to do something about it so whether it is mow your lawn <laughs> or whether it is unfollow a couple of an accounts that, that that give you that feeling yeah you know nothing bad is gonna happen only good things come from you standing in your you know in your own shoes in your own back garden saying right this is this is what I want to look at this is how I want my life to be this is what I want to look at this is what I want to inspire me this is what I want to do with my life
1: I, th- I think it's it- You make it sound really easy, and I think that that's something that I know I struggle with. And I think that you know it's almost like setting boundaries, isn't Mm -hmm. it, and saying, you know, this is this is what I want my life to look like, and anybody who doesn't fit in with that. You, you you can't come in um and it's something that i think about a lot and also with the, the whole boundaries thing as well like you were saying earlier that you know you're you're online 24 7 and mm-hmm. people can contact you like as and as great as it is that at 2 a.m you can find someone on instagram who's up that you can send a message to equally yeah. people can be sending you messages all the time Absolutely. and i don't know if you have this thing but quite often i'll think oh i need to reply to that friend and then I think, right, hang on a minute. Did they send me it on WhatsApp? Did they send it to me <laughs> on Facebook? Was that a text? Was it, you know, yeah, was, it, was, was it an email? <laughs> and I spend a few minutes like searching to find where this friend has sent me a message. Oh, yeah and it's kind of it drives you a bit mad it does and i think i think
2: boundaries and 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 simply boundaries are what's okay and what's not okay and we do it all the time for our kids we're doing it constantly we're saying this is okay this isn't okay this is what we do this is what not what we do but we so rarely actually set them for ourselves Mm. and actually setting healthy boundaries is the kind of number one place to start if you want to make some kind of change and um it's not to say those boundaries are set in stone they're movable they're flexible um but it's working out what what is okay for you yeah um and I think that's the bit that we struggle with because it's like oh oh you don't follow her or you don't do this or oh oh maybe I should then you know or or, it's 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 that constant question over what we believe our beliefs and what's okay for us yeah
1: I think there's definitely a lot of kind of hypocritical parenting going on though in in the sense that you you know you set boundaries for your child or you know you you look after them in a way like you make sure they're always having their dentist appointments and their you know Um, optician's appointments and then when it comes to you you're not setting the boundaries you're not looking after yourself mm, as well mm. you know and it is that kind of age-old thing of almost like sacrificing yourself a little bit and forgetting that you need to look after yourself
2: and I think that's the 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 biggest thing you know and that's what self-care means to me mm. um I think we kind of confuse self-care sometimes with pampering mm. and, and uh, um there's that confusion and it's also seems to uh because it's so prevalent and so popular at the moment it's like something that's exclusive right or that, that you could you have to buy yeah or that you have to spend a lot of money on and actually basic self-care stuff is setting healthy boundaries yeah is looking after yourself the amount of clients that uh, come to me with holy socks or knickers and stuff like that and they text me on the next week and this is how simply you know um actually had a conversation i had a client that her goal was around drinking water mm. now to anyone else that might think seem a bit silly and a bit you know why would you need a life coach to talk to you about water but for her it was the you know this wasn't a a kind of you know this this took a lot of sessions but it was the crux of everything it was the crux of her everything her health Mm. everything and so her goal and once she'd broken it down and stopped trying to do everything else it came down to drinking water because if she drank water her choices were different her Mm. mind was working you know and and it, it was and that's the thing we make it too complicated we make stuff when people think about change they think okay well my life is shit, but if I move to Australia, it's gonna be perfect, yes. fantastic. Or
1: this huge this, unattainable goal. Yeah,
2: exactly. We we think about it as in a big change.
1: Yeah. As
2: soon as I leave my husband, it's all gonna be fine. It's mm. all gonna be it's all gonna be great. And but in reality,
1: and, it's drink more water, chuck out your holy knickers. Yes, exactly.
2: And you'll be grand. And you'll be grand. And this is the thing, you know, if we concentrate on the small stuff, building healthy habits, um, that support us and that are ours, you know, the amount of people um, that come to me with, with you know, I want uh, this is my goal, you know, and I'm just you know I'm not getting in with it, being really frustrated. And one of the first questions I ask you, well, is it is it your goal? And then I'm silent for quite a long time <laughs> usually because they're like. Oh my God, it's <laughs> not even my goal, is it? It's something that I think I should yeah. be doing or that uh, someone else is doing or that I just, you know, I've just spent my life doing.
1: There's a lot of that that wasn't there. Like you, you, you do think right the, that person over there they're doing what I want to be doing and so you almost set your goal as what they're doing mm-hmm. um, and that's kind of crazy it, it, because yeah why can't you just think about what you want rather than finding other people and going right yeah their goals they're going to become my goals yeah
2: and this is what's so hard about life we're, we're kind of uh you know deluged with uh information and, Aspirational stuff, inspirational stuff, and we think, oh my goodness, yes, okay, that's 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 what it is. She's got it, she's got it. We're we're sold and, and also as mothers, you know, the marketing that's targeted. Mm. And because these marketers and these advertisers, they know what they're doing, they know you've gone through the biggest change of your life. And it
1: starts when you're sat you're you're lying in the bed exactly, in hospital exactly. and the bounty lady comes up to yeah. you and asks you yeah. to fill the we form in. I know, yeah,
2: exactly. And you spend a hundred 50 quid on photos that are just Mm. awful and uh yeah so we we're targeted from that moment and the reason that we're targeted is because we've forgotten ourselves and they know that and that's why they're marketing stuff to us because they know that we're in that place where we would we would do
1: anything not Mm. to be in the place that we're in right now yeah and you're Um, you're looking for that magic answer you're looking for the the products that will You know, help you and make your life run more yeah. smoothly, and yeah. get that sense of calm and normality back exactly. that's gone out the window. Exactly,
2: we're sold this promise of, of balance and perfect, and you know, just have to do this, just have to spend this money, do this, um, and then it'll all come true for you as well. And it's it's just such a myth.
1: And do you uh, think getting balance, get like you know, getting some kind of balance in your life is that a myth? I think it's 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 a myth if you're not prepared to do the work.
2: It's a myth if you think that you're going to get that balance by reading a book or looking online or. Don't doing tell me something.
1: that because I'm always <laughs> reading books and listening to podcasts that are telling me how to get a bit of balance in my life. <laughs> yeah. But this is a thing. This is you know this is we can do these we can do that stuff and it's great. But
2: it's what you do with that inspiration it's yeah. what you do with that information if you're just gonna read that book and think oh my goodness i need to do all of that that's such good advice that's really good and then you pop it on the bookshelf and then half term happens and you just think okay well maybe monday <laughs> yeah. and, you know and, and we just spend our time
1: waiting there's, all, there's always something there's always happening something. that you can put off the important but stuff that is life yeah
2: that is the that is life and the curveballs are going to keep coming and uh, you know I actually had this conversation with one of my friends actually yesterday we were like this is half term this is what this is why this is happening it's half term why didn't we we, we knew this we had this conversation after the Christmas holidays we knew this would happen yeah. why didn't we take note of it why didn't we plan yeah. and I'll tell you what my Easter holidays are going to be rocking because are I'm they just, really they or are, are you going to get to Easter holidays absolutely not
1: we're do you putting... know what I um, think I'm, I'm going to try and do is, I think I'm going to try. Okay, so, so, okay, so I'll stop you there. Yeah. So, tra- change the language. Oh, okay.
2: So, you're saying that I'm going to try, I'm going to try, now, which, maybe. How does that sound? It sounds, it a, sounds bit a bit wishy washy, doesn't it? Yeah.
1: I'm getting a life coaching session here, guys. <laughs> <laughs> so, so how do okay. you change that language? Um, so, do you know what I'm going to do? Yay! Yay. <laughs> um, I'm going to. Um, map out the rest of my year and put in almost like reminders and cues because certain things always happen in my year. So come July... Um, I always, in that, those, those last few weeks before the summer holidays, I always go a bit crazy because I suddenly have this kind of deadline of the school summer holidays looming and I feel like I've got to get all this work done. Yeah. And then the same thing happens at Christmas time. I'm like crazy, crazy, crazy. And so I've decided to put into my diary a reminder to not boot myself up with lots of social events, not take on too much work you know just kind of map my and just set those boundaries like yep. you're talking about and that is boundaries isn't it and that's it so when are you
2: going to do that
1: <sighs> well you know it's half term now and then next week's going to get a bit busy and i don't know it's really hard <laughs> when, isn't it when could you make a start what if i did it today would that we feel could, good?
2: We can make a start, maybe, when we finish this. Yeah, we could. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's the thing. The thing is, you know, in exactly that situation you described, none of that is a surprise. Your kid is going to yeah. be on some yeah, holidays. Yeah, yeah. Christmas is going to come. Yeah. You know, and we don't take advantage of the stuff that we can control. That's we the thing, isn't it? We do have a choice. Yeah. And, yet we do it every single time. And then we look back and we think, oh, my goodness, what is this happening again? Well, because. Yeah well I didn't take action then so the best time to take action when you've had an idea like that is is to make some small action now you don't have to you know chunk it down you know what you're going to need you're going to need your diary you're going to need a pen which I imagine you have with you now yeah so so you have the resources you've just had a conversation about it so the idea is there and there would be some kind of reminder that you could put in right now Mm. in
1: fact Do
2: it right now. Where's my phone? Let's not even stop. Should I put it in my phone? Yeah, let's not even stop and wait for the podcast to finish.
1: Let's do it now. Right, so I'm going to put into my diary on my phone on July the 1st a little reminder that says, it's July, Uh, don't book too many meetings, events, social social events. There okay. we go. Add done, done, done. I actually feel better for doing that. There you go. Because it's it's kind of it, it's moved from my list of things that I want to. Like I said to you at the beginning, do you know what I maybe might do at some point, maybe in the future? <laughs> yeah. To that's something I've done. You've done it. You've yeah. done it. You've taken action, and yeah. that's
2: where the magic happens, and that's why. I'm a busy life coach because that's what I help women do Mm. is I help them with the action part so get it off your to-do list Mm. because that to-do list is never going to get to the bottom of it is that you're, it's always going to be new stuff that comes on and usually it's stuff for our kids or our, you know partners mm. you know it's all that kind of stuff that gets moved because it's urgent our kids need yeah. urgent all the
1: life admin stuff exactly oh, we it's such do an amazing feeling though easy. if i ever like book in like a dentist appointment for me or I just feel like, yes, I'm winning at life. <laughs> I'm such a brilliant grown-up, okay. you know.
2: <laughs> so how can you get more of that feeling? So that
1: more of winning of life, so what else, can that's
2: how goals happen. Yeah. And your own goals. It's like, right, that has given me the feeling of winning at life, so how can I get more of that mm. uh you know where can i put my energies into and i can probably guarantee that it won't be reading a book yeah. necessarily you know it won't be it won't be um you know looking at something else or someone else or someone else's garden it will be it's taking, taking, action. taking
1: action yeah that's really interesting there's
0: never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with plush care Code buttery. Exclusions apply. See site for details.
1: And there's a lot more conversation these days. It feels that like there's a lot more conversation around mental health and around anxiety. And you know, you've mentioned yourself that it's an epidemic, and that it's you know, it's growing and growing. Why is that? Why is it growing? Why are more of us, or or is it just that more of us are talking about it? Therefore, it feels like it's growing. I, I think it's this constant
2: pressure. I think this is this is this pressure that someone else is doing it better than you are, that um, someone else is winning at life and you're not. Mm. It's 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 um and and it's also that actually we've got more things that um we've got more stuff available for us to do and i think we always try and condense it into you know we're, we're big underrest- uh, uh, underestimators of the time that stuff will take us mm. so you might say okay i'm gonna do the ironing later whatever um and you know thinking it'll be a 20 minute job actually it's like a three hour job. i
1: always do that i
2: massively <laughs> underestimate so we, everything so we <laughs> underestimate the time it takes for most stuff like getting to places and stuff we do it all the time mm. so no wonder that 24 hours that we think we have doesn't actually is isn't time enough it is it is doesn't ever feel like there is enough time and that can be a real cause for anxiety mm. um because we're trying to shove too many things into into one day yeah um and 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 thinking we all have to do it now as well so we talked a little about um about messages and emails and things like that there's this expectation that oh someone sent me an email I, oh i can hear the ding gone off i need i need to get that to them i need yeah. to reply to them now you know our attention is grabbed and dispersed mm. um and so and when our attention is flitting like that 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 is that is anxiety that is anxious that is that feeling of um and then we just make it worse for ourselves because we just do it again and we don't do anything about it. Yeah. So there are so many things. So I have a severe anxiety disorder and there are so many things that I have in place that support that. Um and it it, it, I think that we underestimate the stuff that we can do for ourselves. So it's very easy um, so again look for something else to kind of uh you know there's stuff that we can support us like antidepressants for depression they, they they can support people uh the counseling you know there's there's, there's so much there that can support but ultimately that it's the stuff that we do ourselves and for ourselves that mm. matters most And is key with with managing any mental health issue. It's the stuff that we do for ourselves. Mm -hmm. When you see these people, um, you know, going out for a run or getting outside, you know, why do you think they're doing that? They're they're deciding to do that because they know that is a great thing for their mental health, for their mental health. Mm -hmm. And that's another thing. That's good for their mental health. Doesn't necessarily mean it's good for your mental health. Mm -hmm. So it's finding out about yourself you know and, and getting the knowledge and the 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 looking at your abilities your skills where where does where is this anxiety where is it you know if we spend more time thinking about the stuff that makes us feel shit and do less of that then we would have a, a much more Calmer life, mm. um but I think we kind of—it's that sabotage thing. You know, we're we're very easy, easily led into that world of of sabotage. Like I know this is really bad for me. I know I need to stop scrolling. I need a wee. You know that pre wee scroll <laughs> that we do. You know this is really bad for me. It's kind of getting my anxiety up. It's kind of a, you know, and I need the toilet. Mm. Uh, you know, so we were ignoring something that is a basic human need for something that's gonna uh, cause anxiety um you know so it's how do we manage that what do we do about that you know have you even noticed you know when we notice stuff when we become aware of the things that we're doing when Mm. we become aware of our behaviors and habits that's the opportunity for change or we can just ignore it and carry on. Stick,
1: <laughs> Stick our heads in the sand. Stick our
2: heads in the sand.
1: Um, and it does feel like, you know, life is travelling at 100, 100 miles an hour mm-hmm. so much of the time and that we just need to take that step back and try and slow things down. How, mm-hmm. how do you suggest that we do that? Well,
2: the first thing's first is breathing. So so during this podcast, neither of us has done much breathing. No,
1: I really, I really haven't we done haven't. much.
2: <laughs> and I think we underestimate the power of a big deep breath and uh you know not only does it actually get oxygen into our bodies which is what it needs to function because that's the other thing um you know it's particularly with anxiety you know we're if we if we don't breathe you know we're we're not gonna things aren't gonna work the Mm. way they need to work um so we deny ourselves that by not breathing so i think you know if you have to set an alarm or do something just taking a deep breath and slowing down and stopping being being comfortable with being silent you know that's another thing that we've talked about yeah kind of getting in those opportunities for silence and i'm not talking about going and having a fluffy bubble bath you know i'm talking about stopping what you're doing right now so if you're listening to this just stop and just take a goddamn deep breath let that breath go right down to the pit of your stomach you know feel your feet on the floor all of those things We, we often look for a um a fix for anxiety or fix for overwhelm and actually it's the stuff that we do when we don't feel anxious it's the stuff that we practice every day right. that that's where the key is yeah um <clears throat> so practicing stopping and breathing when you're not feeling anxious when you're not feeling overwhelmed mm. it's really key and then managing your anxiety because it'll be your go-to thing it'll be yeah. your go-to thing i need to stop i need to walk away use a door frame so a lot of my clients you know there's um use a door frame so if you're feeling particularly anxious or overwhelmed and stuff you know walk through a door and then think okay take a big breath and when i walk back in i'm not going to feel that anymore or oh, i've felt it and i'm not going to feel it anymore and you walk back in and it's like a changing your environment yeah. you know moving your feet um going for a walk all of those things but we put them off we don't do them and we don't do them because we know that <laughs> that might actually be the idea and it won't be um you know it's, it's 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 too simple that's mm. what people think it's too simple breathing is too simple to actually make a difference and actually it's not an a lot of the time, if you're particularly anxious or you're in the middle of a panic attack, someone saying breathe is not helpful. Some It's not in that fashion. Bye. You want to smack them in the face if someone yes. says breathe to you when you're in the middle of an anxiety attack or, you know, feeling bad. But what I'm talking about is making the most of the time in between those
1: those moments and actually practising. That's really interesting. Also, um I wanted to mention that um, the sponsor of... This episode, um, which is take five, um, they have noticed that busy mums who are running around and trying to you know fit everything into life and uh, coping with everything that life throws at them, they're more likely to be targeted by fraudsters um, who are using the fact that we 're rushing around and juggling lots of tasks and trying to multitask and i've I read quite an interesting thing the other day about how multitasking isn 't actually possible that your brain can't actually. Focus yeah. properly on two things at once, mm. um, which I thought was really interesting because I'm I'm constantly on a quest to multitask efficiently. Um, so they're kind of playing on that to trick us into handing money over over to them. So if we get a text message or an email, um, and we're really busy and we're trying to think of a million things, mm. we're more likely to click on a link or, you know, believe that the person on the other end of the phone is you know our bank or. You know, an organisation saying, "Hey, just transfer some money over to you know, over, over to this account, and it'll be fine." And I, I read a stat that the average mum does fifty-two tasks every day, wow. which kind of I find quite mind blowing. So I think stopping and thinking and avoiding getting caught into that whirl of life not only does it help your well-being, like you're you're yeah. explaining but it actually might stop us from being ripped off as well. But I want to know from you, Mary, do you practice what you preach? So how much balance and order do you have in your life and how much of it is kind of your life's in chaos but you know the theory and you're telling your clients how to how to be
2: balanced so at all times i try to practice what i preach and i think that is what we all are doing no one has their shit together with any of this it's one long life adventure i think that's probably
1: one of the key things to take away from this is that no one has their shit together absolutely no one even if you think if even if you've got a friend you think oh they're totally on it you know no, yeah. They're not. They're
2: not. They're absolutely not. And you're just seeing that glimpse of it. And we, But we really, truly, and most people have heard that, but we need to believe that. Mm. We need to believe that no one has their shit together. We're not supposed to. That's what life is about. We're not supposed to have our shit together yet. Um, and, um, yeah, so I do I do practice what I preach. Um, but this is an adventure. There is no ta-da moment. There's no one, you know, have you got an adult certificate yet? Have you got this certificate that we were supposed to get? only <laughs> that's what i need yeah, exactly so so it's not coming so you know but what we can do is listen to each other ask each other intelligent questions uh, support each other and um and stop doing stuff that makes you feel shit mm. it's re- it's that simple it's that simple and that's how to bring more joy more calm more balance into your life if we stop doing the stuff that makes us feel shit and i'm talking about simple stuff like that um you know like a like a, a drawer that you use and we've probably all got one of these we've got a drawer that we use in the kitchen that's either stuck or it's a mess or something that just every time you go in this drawer every day mm. and every day you're smiling you've got <laughs> <laughs> we go in this place every day maybe five times a day and it bugs us yeah and annoys us yeah it goes Ugh someone needs to sort this drawer out well that someone could be you could Mm. be you right now um and taking action so taking action so sorting out that drawer taking that you know putting that screw in that shelf that needs doing you know really small stuff
1: you're so right it makes such a big difference Mm. just last week i cleared out two kitchen cupboards i was finding stuff in there like stock cubes that were like five years out of date like just so much stuff in there fills filled up kind of like bin bags recycling i felt so much better afterwards and i felt quite smug about it i took a picture and sent it to my husband i was like look what i've done <laughs> but how, but see how can you get
2: more of that how can you do that and it's and again it's about um you probably got caught up in the moment and just did that one yeah. or two drawers, which is amazing and then how can you build on that success what could you tackle next mm. what things bug you on a daily basis you know um <clears throat> putting things together so um you know we can you know we need to stop wanting these big things so we need to stop wanting balance we need to stop wanting to be perfectly organized we need to stop w- wanting to be perfect mm. you know that that's not going to happen we just deal with what we can so for example um when you came here i needed a pen didn't i for the parking permit now i put the parking permits out i should really could have how I could have done that better is actually put a pen with them because that's what you need for the parking permit yeah. you need a pen as well and when I put the parking permits out this morning I had an opportunity to find a pen and put it there as well because that was the total resources that I need to complete at that task so we don't always help ourselves yeah and that's where we can Change stuff, and again, we're really good at it for our kids. You know, I've just washed and cleaned Albie's PE kit and put it all together in his bags. So it's all there, ready to go on Monday. That's so
1: good. I need to do that. <laughs> yeah. I haven't done that.
2: You haven't done that. No, yet. but can you see? Like, we don't help ourselves. Already. Yeah. So, so you know, the next time that we do a task, okay, what did I learn last time? What can I do better this time?
1: Why aren't we helping ourselves? I'm I'm the worst person. Like, I just repeat bad, negative behaviour constantly. Why do we do that?
2: <laughs> because we're human. (laughs) and because we're human and no one has their shit together that's Mm. why we do it and so it's going to be constantly we're going to be doing stuff when we're 60 that um you know we're going to be i'm going to be leaving that parking permit out without the pen when i'm 60 unless i learn from that behavior and do something different next time so the more that we do that and the more that we build on that the the better life
1: is. Yeah. Um, okay, so what three things can someone listening do? I know that we, we, shouldn't, be, we, we shouldn't be aiming for balance. We're, trying not to, we're not trying to get balance. But just if we want to feel like we've got our shit together a little bit more, little bit more. what are the three things that, that someone can do? Okay, so it's absolutely...
2: <laughs> I'm really sorry about my dog uh okay so number one is whatever it was that when you were listening about when I was talking about the you know stop doing stuff that makes you feel shit whatever it was you were thinking about um, you will all have been thinking about one thing go do it and go do it now as soon as this podcast ends go sort it out now um the second thing take advantage of breathing, so take advantage of the, of the of the stuff that we have, the resources that we have and the control that that, that we have, so practice the stuff when you're not feeling life is out of control, mm. practice the stuff now when things are good and the more that we practice stuff when they're good, uh, when times are good, the, the, the more they'll be our go-to things when life's curveball comes next week or tomorrow or this afternoon um the more we'll be
1: ready for it the stronger our resilience will be so are there any kind of good exercises that you would recommend any good apps or websites or anything that you think actually that's where someone could, should start with breathing okay so budify is uh, is
2: a, an amazing app i love their ethos as well um so it's a really simple i think it's uh quite low cost i think it's like 4.99 or something like that um on the apple store and i think it's on the
1: People that don't have Apple. It's the, the, people the people who don't people have Apple. Apple. <laughs> Those All people. Apple. I'm a mum.
2: Yeah. <laughs> uh yeah so there's uh a Spotify, and what's really great about it is it's very short so it's it's um so it's it's, it's a way of practicing um uh, mindfulness and uh they have really short meditations the voices aren't annoying which is really key and um and it, there's no subscription i got okay. caught up with a, with a couple of things and i was like tick 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 a bit like um and suddenly i would signed up you know hundred yeah. quid for something uh. so this is just a one-off cost right and it's about a fiver and they've got some really lovely little meditations Um, and they're not too woo-woo so you could be walking in the park and there's one that says walking in the park, five minutes and you just pop your earphones on and you just listen to this I know, and it's just really nice there's stuff, uh, there's ones for working as well so that when you're working you could listen to it when you're eating which is really useful Um, just, you know, odd times on your commute and things like that but they're really short so, uh, you know, there's no big commitment and you don't have to be in a room with incense and candles and stuff like that Yeah, because i think, think some people do accessible. get a bit put off by that absolutely so Budify is Budify. Um, right and uh a lot of people that i work with uh on my one-to-ones uh they pretty much all got it they they, they rave about it so yeah, yeah that was a recommendation Brilliant. Mm. right so that's two things what's the third two things? things third things is give yourself a break give yourself a break whatever you're doing wherever you are you are doing a bloody good job and I think you know and take this I don't know how we do a virtual high five or on the <laughs> back um, but just take a moment you know to appreciate you and and just to give yourself a break and and know that what you're doing is good enough mm. you know it's, it's a bit more than I am enough it's whatever you're doing right now is good enough and um, and I think that's really important that whatever you're doing right now and if, and most things can wait most things can wait you know it's we feel this urgency this this kind of like oh my goodness I've got to get all this done you know and actually most of the things that we can wait just do what's important for you today Mm. and let everything else wait um yeah so give yourself a break
1: I think that's a really hard one because I think that we're all probably quite guilty of not giving ourselves credit for for what we have achieved Mm. and not you know, really just even taking stock of, you know, what we've done or even just, like, silly things like, you know, if you've had, like, a really amazing day with with your kids you know rather than focusing on oh my goodness but i haven't the house is a mess and yeah. i haven't done this and i haven't phoned my friends back and i haven't you know replied to that email actually just thinking mm-hmm. of the positives of yeah. yeah we've had an amazing day yeah. and my kids are happy and yeah. isn't that great yeah. and we've had some real laughs today and, yeah. that's, and
2: that's just great and it's a form of gratitude
1: really and and um
2: people do this in different ways um Again, you could do it in the morning. You could do it in the moment, like how you just described. You could do it in the evening when you go to bed. A lot of people try and involve their partners or families in doing mm-hmm. it. Um, You've probably heard, you know, at bedtime, you know, name three things that you love today. Yeah. Um, you know, focusing our energies on the positive, it builds resilience. It it lets us know that it's okay when things are, are shit to kind of look at the the good stuff and yeah. actually, in a really shitty moment
1: there are some positives. There is always a positive. I've heard of some people doing that with their kids as well. Mm. So every night, thinking yeah. about, you know, like one good thing that happened or yeah. one thing that, that they did, the child did, yeah. that was good that day. Yeah. Um, something I do with Albie is what
2: made you laugh today? You know, just keep, it doesn't have to be, right, we're going to do, ours. Uh, because sit down yeah. do a gratitude now. We need to yeah. write it in our journal. It doesn't have to be like that. It can just be asking intelligent questions, even to your partner. It doesn't mm. have to just be to your kids or your friends. You know, what made you laugh today? there must have been something what made you laugh today um uh, you know and and
1: that that's a really simple way so asking each other intelligent questions that's brilliant um okay mary i've got some quick fire questions okay. for you um who is your dream play date guest so who would you have over to play with lb
2: who would i have over to play with Albie? probably david Williams right now okay we're really into his books oh yeah 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 My we're Little real... Girl is too Mr Stink is yeah. just
1: uh, the top of the list yeah so I
2: think I'd want David Williams to come round and okay. play with Albie um, yeah. would,
1: would, would he that play with Albie bit, that's, or that's would you weird. or would you just spend the whole time drinking cups of tea and having a laugh with him uh, yeah probably
2: Albie would be sat there doing his Lego yeah we'd be having a chat <laughs> yeah
1: um, what's your worst habit? My worst habit is chewing gum. Is it? Yeah,
2: it's really gross. I do <laughs> it a lot. But it's it's always at the bottom of my list. So, yeah, because uh, I, I did it to stop smoking. Ah, about, okay. mm, about eight years ago now. Okay. <laughs> and I've never stopped. Okay. So, yeah.
1: Um, and, actually, back by popular demand, I haven't actually warned you about this at all. Um, but I, I used to do a thing with my guests where I asked them what's really in their bag. Okay. And I it kind of faded away and i've had messages asking me to bring it back mm. so okay. if, you, if, if you're up for it mary yeah well it's just there here yeah
2: let me it's,
1: it's pass it over to you bag. okay what's really in what's your really bag
2: in my bag okay so notebooks lots of notebooks uh one glove a leopard
1: print glove. leopard print glove
2: it's quite badass lots of notebooks oh i found the other glove there we go there's a bonus Um, This is exciting.
1: What is this? It's
2: it's a bendy ruler.
1: Wow. I
2: mean, who doesn't want one of those?
1: (laughs) A flexible ruler. (laughs)
2: Yeah. Uh, A shopping bag, because, you know, one of those reused shopping bags. Um Oh yeah, Kiki K stuff. I'm just obsessed. I love Kiki you K. Know, that's the thing that you're supposed to put around your notebook.
1: Oh, is that what it is? It's a gold, yeah, sparkly but, yeah. notebook holder. Together, ever.
2: yeah, right. Uh This is my bag of chewing gum.
1: You've got a bag, a bag of chewing bag of gum. Chewing gum that I take. You them. take this chewing gum seriously. Yes,
2: tissues, lipstick.
1: What kind of lipstick is it? Is it um, bright?
2: It's Chanel red. Yeah. Ah, yeah. classic. Classic. Uh, oh yeah, I'm obviously I'm a mother to a boy. We've got a uh, Jane and Ninjago figure. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Uh, my purse.
1: Your purse is lovely. Your purse is black with a gold star mm-hmm. on it. Mm-hmm. Very oh, pretty. Very nice.
2: More lipstick, nail file, headphones. Oh yeah, this cool really. Um,
1: Postcard, oh, postcard that says stop pretending yeah. on it in neon. Headphones, ventolin. <laughs> I have scissors. I mean... You never know when you're out and about and you just need yeah. a pair of scissors. Oh, this is good. What's this? This helps with oh, breathing. Head clear, aromatherapy, rollerball. So where would you put this? You put it on oh, your oh, pulse oh, points. Pulse
2: points, yeah. And it's really good. What does
1: it smell like? does It smells like sort of lavender Yeah, it's
2: like a head...
1: Oh, oh, it's almost a bit mentally. Mm.
2: So that's really good for kind of encouraging that breathing. I've got one in my pencil case as well. Very nice. Washi tape. And I think this is the best thing ever. Well. I can't believe it's. In
1: my what is this? Oh, this is like um, a this superhero eye mask. Superhero eye mask. That is amazing. Yeah.
2: So. It's not mine. It's not yours. No. Are
1: you, are you sure of that? It, How <laughs>
2: brilliant that that kind of represents.
1: That's amazing. Me, I
2: guess. I love it. That's
1: it. Yeah, a bit of nice stationery with the washi tape and you yeah, know, practical so with the scissors. Stuff. Lots
2: of lots na- so of fair note Bit of stamp. makeup. Bit of makeup. Love it. Yeah, that,
1: <laughs> it's really interesting, isn't thank it? You. it thank you, thank you, Mary. Um, listen, thank you very much You're for very being my guest today. It has been really lovely to chat to you. And I feel like I have. Oh, I feel I feel better just having had that chat. Mm-hmm. And you know, I've I've uh, put that thing in my foot in my phone diary, and it's
2: everybody needs a Mary meadows.
1: Absolutely. So thank you very much. you very welcome. <laughs> Thank you so much for tuning in, and thank you again to Take Five for supporting this episode of the podcast. For more information on Take Five, you can head to their website, take5 stopfraud.co.uk, where there's loads of advice and tips on avoiding being scammed. It's really, really important stuff. Massive thank you also to Mary for being a wonderful guest today, and I'll catch up with you next time.